really excited to be with you this morning. Obviously, this is a little bit different than Sunday morning church, but we are excited as well, nonetheless, uh, is what I meant to say. Um, we're going to start things off with some singing. You're going to hear from Colin and Liz, the leaders of Anthem Church. And uh, if you're joining us from somewhere other than Massachusetts, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you've never been to Anthem Church before, welcome. We're so excited. Leave some comments, interact with this live stream with us, and we're going to start off with a song called Yes and Amen. Here we go.
good morning everyone. Thanks for joining us at Anthem. Uh, we're going to get into uh, talk here in just a moment or two, but I wanted to start out this morning by us just praying together and uh, Obviously, we recognize we're in a unique situation, so as much as we can, we always need to be asking God to be present. And even in this virtual service this morning, we want to ask God to be present uh, with us. Um, And so let's pray together. Join me as we pray. Father, we thank you that you've promised that whenever your people get together, you're there in the midst of them. You're, you're there in the, in the many rooms that we are uh, participating in this service in this morning. We thank you that you're present here and that you're present in our world today, just as you were much, just as much as you were yesterday or last month. And I pray that today in this, uh, just half an hour or so that we have to spend together, that you might encourage us, strengthen our faith, and um, just give us some inspiration on how to live in the days that we're in. And so we praise you for this time. We thank you for it. We thank you that your promises are still faithful, that you're a faithful God to us. Your promises are yes and amen in Christ. And we can put our trust and our hope in you today. And we choose to do that. And so it's in Jesus' name we pray this morning. Amen. 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 Hey. Well, welcome to our glorious kitchen this morning. We did a serious cleanup to, uh, you know, before you all came in today. It's um, always as clean. Absolutely. It's always Lysol and to perfection, just like this. Um, but it's been a pretty serious week, of yeah. course. Um, we've week. so much change in the world. We don't know how much there's going to be more weeks like this, but uh, this one's been a big one, right? Yeah, lots of change, it's lots been of... a lot of change, a lot of loss, a lot of crazy things happening through the world, and it feels like we're in a new rhythm, right? Um, and so, but then there's also been some things that I'd love for us to celebrate as a church community that have happened this week. Uh, I just want to say, Anthem community, well done on staying connected. I know that it's been a challenging week for so many of us. For all of us, and yet we have really pulled together as a community, and mm. um, there's been so many great connections that have been made. We've had to make some adap- adaptions to how we do our life as a church community, but I think that we have really leaned into ways using technology, using um, Zoom. Zoom and social media, and um, so I'm so glad that you guys are also engaged here on Sunday online too. So um, we had um, our we continued to have like our alpha group continued to meet. We just did it online. It worked brilliantly. We ate together. We watched the videos. We had great conversations. Uh, there, our moms group transitioned online as well as we have a Thursday night uh, God of the Breakthrough Zoom group that if you guys want to jump into that, if you haven't jumped in already. There was like 30 of us on that It was week. great. And we were able to like meet together and then break into small groups and be able to talk. And it was just so good. I don't know about you, but I love being able just to connect with people when it seems like as soon as you tell an extrovert that they have to isolate, it's like, ah! (laughs) So uh, it was just so good to have, like, to see your faces, to hear about your lives, and to be in each other's faces. And so we want to just encourage our community to keep it up. We have lots more opportunities to continue to do that. Um, If you haven't already, go visit our website, anthemchurch.live forward slash events. And there are a whole bunch of different events that we have and online things that are going. If you need to see the calendar, we also anthemchurch.live forward slash calendar has it all mapped out. So you can see all the ways that through the week that you can get connected through online prayer groups, through the Zoom groups, through some other things that we're doing. And uh, there'll be more to come too. Yeah. What we've realized is that we're now connecting with uh, not a 
a different crowd, but an additional group of people. Uh, last week, I heard that somebody was inviting their family to join us from Europe. Um, a couple joined us from American Samoa yeah. um, and from other places across the country. So wherever you're joining us from, you're welcome to be part of Anthem this morning and ongoing. You're welcome to join any of those groups. We had people from outside of the state join us for our Zoom group on Thursday night. And so it's just, it's just kind of reshaping what we thought was just a local community is now becoming broader. Um, and if you are uh, connecting with us from out of state, connect with us online this morning, or also we have a connect card on our website as well, and you can see that on the front page. It says connect with us, doesn't yeah, it? And yeah, and I think on our Facebook page, we're going to put that in the, the link there. So, um, it, you know, we'd love to know that you're watching, and we'd love to be able to connect with you. So fill that in and um, let us know that you're, that you're there so we can keep, keep in touch and let you know what's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, also, if you have kids... We are able to bring that Anthem Kids experience to your living rooms, to your family rooms um, this week. So go and visit anthemchurch.life forward slash kids. And there are so many resources. There's um, worship videos, there's lessons, there's activities that you could do through the week. Um, There's also some resources for how to deal with this pandemic and how to communicate with that about that with your kids. So please lean into that resource. It's awesome. And uh, we're so glad that we can experience that every week with our families. Yeah. And connect with us if you feel like you have a need. And if there's something specific that you're dealing with right now, especially if you're part of the Anthem community, our telephone number is on the website. You can connect with us through social media uh, or or our email addresses are on there too. We'd love to stay in touch with you. And if you have a prayer request, if you go to anthemchurch.life forward slash prayer, we pray for those things. Mm -hmm. We want want to be able to, this is a time more than like more, like like always, but I feel like we're more aware of it than ever of the needs that are that people are experiencing, and so we want to stay connected to that, and we want to push through in prayer. So please uh, engage with us in that way. Yeah. Like at the moment, the way that uh, for all of us, our, our faith is being tested. I mean, we face tests of faith in a normal day as it is, let alone add a global pandemic to it. And so if you're anything like me, you know that you've been tested over this past week and you know that you've faced a unique set of tests that that don't always come in the way that we treat one another, the way that we that we live, the way that our time is spent. And so we wanted to think for a minute, like uh, about the verses that that uh, the, the words that Jesus said when he talked about the wise and the foolish builder, the one who built his house on the rock and one who built his house on the sand. And just think about that, like it talks about when the storm comes and we're in a storm right now. What happens when the storm comes? Well, the person whose whose house is built on the rock is solid and the person whose house is built on the sand is not solid. And what it's tested is when there's a storm. And so for a community that's kind of a global community that's in a storm right now, I wanted to read these verses from Matthew chapter seven. And um Let's insert our lives into the scriptures right here and and try to understand what it is that God might be saying to us. So Matthew 7, Jesus said this. These words I speak to you are not additional, are not incidental additions to your life. And that can be a a way that we often live, can't it? We can can insert God's word on top of our pre-existing lives. These words that I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life homeowner improvements to your standard of living they are foundational words words to build a life on if you work these words into your life you are like a smart carpenter did i say that right like a smart carpenter (laughs) all right who built his house we've been in boston for how long i know who built his house (laughs) 
on a solid rock. The rain poured, sorry, the rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was, it was fixed on the rock. This was a secure house built by a smart builder, like Steve Cole Construction. That's what I'm talking, right? Like this, this verse is bought, uh, brought to you by, we won't do the full sponsorship, but um, I'm going to get comments about that one. Um, I love it. But let's carry this on. Like, but if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who built his house on a sandy beach. I think I'm allowed to say stupid in church, but you know, you're like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. When a storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. So let's just dig into that a little bit. Yeah. So how do we build our lives on a solid rock? Because what happens is when you hit uh, when when storms hit, it really tests what are you what are you made of. And I feel like even just this last week, I have felt more anxious, more stressed, more aware of some cha- these challenges that we're facing. Looking at the stock market, looking at all these things that are being afraid of of things, and it it really has challenged me about where am I putting my trust? Is my trust built around the things that I can control, which right now is not much, or is my trust really put in that firm solid foundation and i am i putting into practice the things that the way that jesus wanted us to live the way he taught us to live have i put that into practice or am i just using words that don't mean anything and so uh so we're gonna share with you some things that we're hoping to implement in our lives trying to do in our lives hopefully these are some practical things that we all can do so that we can not just talk about it, but actually do things that build our lives on that solid and mm-hmm. firm foundation. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I want us to remember is that we need to lean into relationships. We need to, now more than ever, I think, you know, this is not a time to live isolated and to live self-sufficient, but we do need to lean into each other and not just for the benefit of others, but, but for the benefit of ourselves. I need you guys. I, we, we need to admit that we need each other. And so, and I think one of the challenges is when you, you know, when, with this situation that we're facing, being told to stay isolated and to, you know, just have social isolation, that can actually really pull people away from each other. And, and while we want to keep safety in that, um, this is a time when you, you, you need to lean in more than ever, reach out, call someone, text someone, find ways to let people into your life. And I've already seen this happen in some really cool ways. Just this last week with our, um, on our online groups, like we had a, a Zoom, uh, our God of the Breakthrough group on Thursday night. Someone was sharing with them, with someone else about like how it's been a challenge for them this week. And they were sharing a scripture that was really helping them to get through this crazy time and really actually like sharing about how, you know, they haven't handled it that well and it's really been hard for them. But this scripture was like pointing them back in the right direction. And they shared that. And the cool thing about the way that we're now engaging with technology is another person in the, in the group was like, that verse was, I feel like I've been challenged with that verse and I, and I actually wrote down this verse and I put it on my bathroom wall. And then she went ahead and like actually got her laptop and walked us up her stairs and into her bathroom. And we got to see, you know, see her life. Like, and I feel like 
I don't know about you, but I feel like I am like letting people into my life and allowing into people into our home and like, you know, letting people into the mess of my life a little bit more than I ever would uh, before where we can sometimes put on a facade that everything's fine. Uh, but now we need to stop that facade. We need to be real and be honest and let people in because that is the way the Holy Spirit will use the church, will use the community to help us to have to be able to be built on something that's real. And so not just for your own benefit, but also for the benefit of others. And church, as much as we don't want this pandemic to continue, there has been some beautiful things that have come through it because I feel like people are more open than ever to having people in their lives. And so I want to encourage us as a church to be the church, to use this opportunity to show the love of God to our neighbors, to our world. This is a time when and we can call people and they're not going to be like, why are you calling me? Like, you know, like it's, you could almost, you almost have permission to, to, to care for others in a way that maybe before would have felt a little socially awkward. Uh, and maybe I'm a socially awkward person. So I try this more than others, but but I've been like, I've been finding myself calling people. I've been finding myself checking in on people. And I'm, I feel like I have more confidence in that. And I just want to encourage us as a church to be doing that more and more. There's someone in our one of our groups this week that was sharing that they had just started, you know, contacting all their neighbors. And they said, they're like, I never, ever would talk to my neighbors. But now all of a sudden, it's like, I want to, I want to get to know my neighbors. And I don't know about you, but I've been walking my dog and I know that we're supposed to be, you know, keeping far away from each other. And we have, but my neighbors have talked to me for the first time. And sometimes I never even talk to my neighbors. I'll just walk by and just walk by as fast as possible. But now we're walking the dogs and we're like, actually like, Hey, how you doing? Like, and like actually getting to know their names. And so church, let's be reaching out to others in this amazing and unique situation we're in right now. What was Andy saying to you? Yeah, yeah like so Andy, when another guy in our one of our Zoom groups was sharing about, he's like, you know, I have like 450 friends on Facebook, but I don't, you know, they're friends, but I don't really have relationships with them. I don't really talk to them. And he's like, I feel challenged to start like actually, you know, individually messaging those people and being like, hey, checking in on you, you know, Let, let's stop having these fake social media friendships that don't actually have much value, but let's lean into relationships with others. This actually is a better expression, a more real expression of what the church is meant to be. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, that's part of the, um, I think that's the main part of the, the, uh, the horizontal part. And then the, the, the sort of vertical part of our relationship with God is so important too during this time. Jesus talked, uh, gave the, the example of us being branches and him being the vine and the importance of uh, the branches being connected to the vine. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. And so often it, with us, we want to be branches that go off and do our own thing and be disconnected from the vine. And he made it real clear, this, this, apart from me, you can do nothing. What's the point of a, of a branch of a vine without the vine in the first place? It's not going to ever produce any grapes. You can do nothing. It can, yeah, he said, apart from me, you can do nothing. You right. have nothing to achieve. There's nothing, nothing good can come from separating from who he is. Uh, and I want to ask you this question this morning, and this is kind of maybe where the rubber hits the road a little bit, but can you be abiding in the vine in Christ and abiding in a 24-hour news cycle at the same time. Okay, and for some of you, this might not be a thing. For me, it could be a thing where three or four hours of my day could get taken up with, with either scrolling through the news 
or watching the news on TV, having that stuff coming into my, my home all the time and being so connected that I'm aware of every up to the minute change that takes place. And I'm challenging myself, is that really the most helpful thing? Is that the most helpful thing for me to, to be continually focused on what's taking place in the world around me? Or would it be more helpful if I was just to say, I'm going to get a 30-minute update every day. I'm just going to find out once or maybe twice what's taking place. And then the rest of the day, I'm going to focus on being connected to the vine, not being connected to the news. And I want to encourage you to think about what are the things that during this new season and our, all of our lives have changed for this period. What are the things that are now taking enormous chunks of our day that weren't doing that before? And I want to encourage you even get your news from great sources. There are so many sources of news we could be getting uh, our news from. And go to the Associated Press. Go to, go to great sources of news. I know I'm biased, but go to the BBC. Um, I, I tell Siri every morning, um, and I've got to be careful how I say it because she might start right now, but uh, I ask Siri to, to uh, play me the, the news from the BBC World Service. And in no time at all, I get an update on what's going on around the globe, and then I can put it away. And I want to challenge you, where are you spending large chunks of time now that we're in this different rhythm? And are you still connected to the vine? And I think one of the, the biggest ways that we can stay connected is through prayer. Yeah. It's through deciding to commit to prayer and to continue, whether, whether you do that walking the dog, driving your car, in your basement, in your room, wherever you do that, it's important to stay connected to God through prayer. He, he, he wants a day-to-day -day relationship with us. And I think he's looking for, for a new opportunity to uh, have a relationship with us in this time. And we can choose to leave him out or to include him in it. And um, over these next two, what, tomorrow night and Tuesday, yeah. Monday night and Tuesday morning, we're offering two times at Anthem to join us for an online prayer group. And Anthem, wherever you are in the world, join us for those prayer groups because it's even if you're not great at praying on your own, let's let's get together and pray. And Paul says, I encourage men everywhere to lift up holy hands together in prayer. Praying together is a key part of of who we are as a community and what God's calling us, who God's calling us to be during this time. So take advantage of those opportunities. And you know, if you don't know how to use Zoom, Figure it out. Like spend a few minutes before one of those groups start. Get there ahead of time. And we would love to have you participate in that. It's really straightforward to do, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And then, and, and then the next thing I want to want us to encourage us to do is to get our minds, fill our minds with truth. And that truth comes from reading the Bible. And I know that for some of us, that's really new. It's a new experience. But I want to encourage us that when we have the Word of God, when we have God's Word in our minds, then when, when fears come, when anxieties come, when, when doubts hit us, we know how to combat that. And the only way that you can really do that is by actually getting in the Word. So do what you can to get, a, get on a reading plan. Find ways to get... To, to, to be studying, to read, to meditate on, on scripture. Um, memorize scripture. Maybe, you know, maybe if you have more time on your hands right now, memorize scripture so that when, when the, when, when hard things come and when fears come, you have it rooted in your heart. It's already in you. Um, listen to worship music that, that speaks about the truth and the character of who God is. We have a, a 
uh, Spotify playlist that we've put together for Anthem that has a bunch of great songs that are that are all about describing the character and the ways of God. And so the more you get those words in your mi- mind and in your heart, it helps you to be anchored and rooted in truth rather than in lies and fear and doubts and things that will take you that will take you away from that firm foundation. And so one one verse that um I was reading in, I mean, I was reading out of Lamentations because Lamentations basically it means to lament is to have, is to express your sorrow, right? And this is a time where I've been feeling sorrow. I've been feeling grief. I've been feeling, I've been mourning. I've been, I've been, um, anxious. And there's so, this is written by Jeremiah prophet. And, and this is one that he read that I thought like, wow, this is like so speaking to where I'm at right now. And it says, it's Lamentations 3.20. It says, I will never forget this awful time, right? <laughs> like we're going to look back years from now and this is going to be a, a moment in history where we'll be like, oh my gosh, I, can you remember that awful time? This is a moment, a significant moment of history that we'll look back on from years to come. And he says, I'll never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Yet I dare to hope when I remember this, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Each morning you get a fresh start. Uh, I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is my inheritance. I mean, right now, like the, the, what I have in the stock market, that's I can't count on that. But um, I know that <laughs> our, tr- our trust, but our trust we can put our trust in God because he is faithful and his in in he in, in him that trust in him is is our inheritance and i'm i'm i don't have a lot of security in the things in the world right now we can't even be sure about our health there's things that that are hard that we're dealing with that we can't trust in but we can trust in the word and that's why getting into the word remembering those truths helps anchor us mm-hmm. yeah one theologian said that we uh, should be reading uh, the newspaper or like you know, he was before online. So we should be like watching the news and having the Bible open at the same time and watching, watching the news through the lens of, of God's word and who God is. And often we want to redefine the character of God by what the news is saying. But, you know, that, that uh, encouragement is to say, let's learn who the character of God is. And then let's look at the the, the news of the day through the lens of who God is and his faithfulness to us. That's right. Um, I want to read a passage of scripture um, from Romans chapter five. And this, this just talks about what God is doing through our struggles. You know, even when we're building on a rock, it can be tough. It can be hard. And so uh, let me read this from Romans five. We continue to shout our praise even when we're hemmed in with troubles because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us and how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue keeping us alert for whatever God will do next and we don't know where that's going but we know God's at work in alert expectancy such as this we're never left feeling shortchanged quite the contrary and and get this this is my favorite part of this verse right here drum roll please we can't round up enough containers to hold everything god generously pours into our lives by the holy spirit you know god has great things for us and there isn't enough containers in our lives to hold what god wants to pour into our hearts by his holy spirit and so because of that i want to encourage you to 
be ready to worship him, to be ready to surrender to him. And even in these ways of our time, of our commitment to prayer, of our commitment to his word, our commitment to relationships, be ready in all that to be saying, God, I surrender it to you and I surrender my schedule to your schedule for me. Maybe it's maybe it, it should be removing some areas that might have been legitimate areas of fun or pleasure for our lives. But because there's so much of it, it's become sin and mm. it's become a thing that actually distances ourselves from God. And maybe you need to make some time this week so you can realign yourself and point yourself back to God. We're going to uh, close in a moment with another song, but I just want to pray for all of us that, that you and I and us will know what it is to be in a new place of surrender to the Holy Spirit's work in our lives. And then we're going to sing again. Let's pray. Lord, in all these areas, in all these uh, situations of our lives, I pray that we'll be people who are never slow to surrender to you to say God you can have it all you can you can take my life and I give it to you and I pray that today might be the start of us deciding that we want to surrender to you again and surrender to your plan and your will for your for our lives and I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord
community. We want to continue to meet together online, to continue to connect with each other, and most importantly, to do what we can to build our lives on that firm, solid foundation, to put into practice ways that we can put 
God first in our lives, to be able to build our lives on truth, to come to Him and abide in Him in prayer, to support each other in love. And so, church, I want to encourage us to um, to do these things as the week goes on. Don't wait till next week to start. We, it's not too late. We can start right now. And if you're feeling far from God right now, He is inviting you into relationship with you. You don't have to wait till till tomorrow. You, have, you don't have to wait till you get all cleaned up and ready. He is inviting you just as you are to come and to be in relationship with Him and through Jesus Christ. And so I want to encourage you, if you want to reach out to one of us in our community, we are here for you. We love you and we want to be a part of your lives. And so um, do that. Stay connected. Be together. Love each other. And we'll see you all back next week online here. Love you guys. Bye.